Hey friends, Pastor Buddy Chapman, excited to be here this morning talking to you. Hope you guys can tune in at 10 a.m. Can't wait to share the message. We'll see you soon. Bye-bye. Hey, good morning, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome. You guys go ahead and hit us with some hearts and thumbs up. Make sure everything's coming through loud and clear. First off, I want to say happy Mother's Day to all those that apply. Happy Mother's Day, Miss Tanya. Happy Mother's and Day. And to all those that fill in as moms with that amazing, you know, just amazing love that you have for so many of us. So we're going to start out. We're going to jump in and do a little praise in the Lord. I hope, you know what, it's such a privilege to be able to do this, come right into your living room or to the, to the iPad when you guys are just waking up. We're going to praise the Lord. Let's do it. I'm 
have it. We're going to keep on praising the Lord. This is a little tune we wrote a while back called Mighty Jesus. And mighty he is. Let's do it. From heaven to this earth, Mother Mary, the virgin birth, from the stable to the cross, that's where we showed us how to love, that's where we showed us all this Yes, it is now. If you enjoyed that, send some hearts and thumbs up. We're going to get you guys involved today. Miss Tanya's going to pray. We're going to jump in to a message that I believe is going to be a blessing to you. So go on and let's get ready. Amen. Happy Mother's Day again to everybody. Oh, Lord Jesus, thank you so much, uh, you know, for the moms that we have in our lives and maybe those who have just encouraged us um, in our walk with you as well. Uh, Father, so today we lift up the message that you've uh, brought through Pastor Buddy. Lord God, that it would uh, speak to our hearts. Lord, that it would encourage us, inspire us. Um, I just help, uh, you know, whatever's going on in our lives, that this is exactly what you need to hear. 
Uh, Father, you know what's going on, and um, I just thank you that you're moving in all circumstances and all situations. Be with Pastor Buddy as he brings this message today. Uh, Father, I just pray that you would strengthen him for the word of the Lord today. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, we're going to go ahead and jump on in. I want to say happy Mother's Day again. We're here to celebrate mothers. We're always here to celebrate Jesus, and we thank the Lord. Amen. It's time to go, woo, woo. Hey, I tell you what, that's something to celebrate. So we're here to celebrate the Lord, but we're going to be talking a little bit, kicking it off, about the women in the Bible that God used in a mighty way. I won't be able to cover all of them, but I'm going to take a few selected ones that the Lord laid on my heart this week, and I just want to share a few things as we get ready to go. So with my opening... I want to say thank you guys so much for all you do, so many of the moms out there and, and, and filling in. And I also want to say this, that I've been so blessed now to have a great mom. My mom lived for 90 years and just went home to be with the Lord. And my sister and I had an amazing, um, just an amazing time with my mom all the time. She's a great lady. And I, I stand here today uh, in, in, in just a pool of grace going, thank you, Lord, for, for my mom. Now I want to take that a little bit further and say thank you for all my church moms. <laughs> I, I, I lovingly call so many of the ladies here that have jumped in and, and just love on me and, and pray for me and look out for my family so much. So I lovingly call them my KTP moms, Keep the Promise moms. Thank you so much. And let's see, last but not least, I, I pray that uh, you know that my wife's having a great day. I know she enjoys being a mom. And I tell you what, that is one of the most attractive features that I think you can have in a, in a lady right there. Uh, so it's really cool to see moms do what they do. And we're going to jump in with that. So with that being said today, I want to take a look at our scripture. I've got a lot of scriptures for us to look through today. And I believe that this is going to be a, a blessing to you. I, I keep saying that. But first off, I want you to take a look at this. The title of our message is Wow. You say, where did you come up with that, buddy? Hey, if you flip it upside down, it says mom. And if you've been uh, blessed enough, right, to have a mom that is a praying mom, the love of that mom, she can flip your bad day upside down to a wow. So I know that you guys are amazing. I know that you guys do so much on every day behind the scenes that maybe, maybe you don't get the thumbs up for at the moment, but I'm going to tell you, as we spend our life and look back, I can think of so many ladies that just was such an impact in my life, and I thank God for each and every one of you, one of you guys, uh, that's for sure. So let's go ahead and roll with this. I want to share the scripture, and we're going to start right here with the Exodus 20, 12. It says, honor your father and mother so that you may live long in the land of the Lord your God has given you. And also it comes out, if you look at that, it's cross-referenced into Ephesians 6, 2. It says, honor your father and mother. This is the first commandment with a promise. Let me tell you, when God gives us a promise, we can rest in that. And I'm going to rest in that, you know, I did my best to honor my father and mother. But you know what? The only way I could say that any of this thing's going to work, it's all about Jesus. It's all about the grace that he gives us each and every day. So I want you to think about that. How are we honoring our moms uh, and, and the Lord and also our spouses as we go through? through. So if we look at this, we're going to break it out in three sections like I usually do. And I took the word wow, and you know I love to play on the little acrostic learning here. So the first thing we're going to talk about is about women of impact. If you want to write some notes down, women of impact. And then the women that were open to God and that they were open to the word of God. So if you want to kind of put that to the side, we're going to work that down a little bit. And with that being said, I'm going to put Tim to work a little bit today. Uh, Tim, why don't you come up here and wave to everybody? You guys hear me talk about Tim, Tim, Tim all the time. This is my right-hand partner for many years, probably the last 15 years. 
This is my buddy right here. So he's going to help us out. Tim is a, a faithful servant of the Lord. Him and Miss Tanya has been up here with me as we're going through this COVID-19 thing. And we look forward to getting back in the groove. And we will be making announcements this week as we hear about how the governor is going to release different things and stuff like that, allowing us to get back to some type of normalcy because we miss you. So the first thing we're going to do, we're going to be talking about women of impact. If that's you, put a thumbs up out there. And I'd like to open, open up a little bit today. And like I said, I'm going to put Tim to work. Uh, he's such a, a faithful servant here. And I want to get a little crowd participation. We miss you guys. So we're going to get a little crowd participation. I want to ask you guys to help me and, and, and type in your answer to some of these questions. And then Tim's going to share them with us so we can just kind of learn and walk through these things together. So my first question for everybody, if you're ready, put a thumbs up. Here we go. Our first question is going to be this here. Who were or are the women in your life that have had the greatest impact. I'm going to give you guys a little bit of time on that. Think about that. Who were some of the women that had or, or are some of the women that have some of the greatest impacts in your life? Now, I can add a few, but I was going to give them a minute. Anybody typing for us here, Timmy? Well, I'm going to tell you what. I'll start with that. Of course, my mom. My mom, and I'm going to, I'm going to follow up with that, my mother-in-law. You know, I tell you what, I've always been a mama's boy, but I have been very blessed to have an amazing mother-in-law that has been really in my corner from day one. So I'm going to tell you what, if you've got a praying mama, you've got a lot of things in your favor. Something else people might think about women in their life that have been a great impact. How about a teacher? Maybe it was a teacher. Maybe it was a second grade teacher, third grade teacher uh, that spoke into your life. What about this? How about our wives, right? How about that? Maybe it was a cousin. I got a couple of more. How about aunts? How about some sisters? If my sister's on there, I want to say one second here. Happy Mother's Day, Donna. I love you. So I want to make sure everybody's covered. All my KTP mamas, all, my, all the ladies here at Keep the Promise, and all those that are, are on here. So, Tim, you got somebody on there? I do. Um, Ellen McDaniel, her mom, her sister, and her daughter. And then I didn't type it in, but I'll just say my mom. Yeah, there we go. Y'all heard that, right? So we got moms and we got aunts and we got, we've got sisters. We got our children, our daughters and things like that. What else you got? I love it. Uh, Deborah Diggs said her grandmother, Murdy, yes. her mom and daughters. Man, Miss Deborah, that's great too. You know what's awesome is when we think back, and that, you notice I said who were and who are. When somebody really touches your life, it, does, it, it lasts. You got some more? We'll do a couple sure. more. Sure. Angela, uh, her mom and her grandmother. Absolutely. Let me tell you, when we've had the privilege to have godly counsel and that love that God has poured in to those ladies and they pour it back out on us, it lasts a lifetime. One more, we'll do it. Yep, John um, said his sister. Yeah, yeah. I tell you what, my sister's been a blessing to me. I have an older sister, and uh, I shouldn't say, just slightly older. How about that? <laughs> but man, that worked out real good when I was growing up because I'm going to tell you what, she wouldn't let nobody push me around. She would push me around, but she wouldn't let nobody else push me around. So let's go on and move. I've got plenty of room in here. If you didn't get your, your answer out, you can use it on this. How about this? You guys, look at this. Why are they or were they such an impact? Why were these ladies that you mentioned such an impact in your life? We'll take a second just to see what you say. Uh, I know for my mom, my mom showed me unconditional love. <laughs> and let me tell you, that is a, it's a great thing when you're, you're coming up in the buck row and rocking and rolling. You need that unconditional love. Anybody in there, Tim? I know they're working it. Um, not yet, but I'm just going to say yeah. uh, my mom, she set a great example uh, for us to grow up with, and she's always been there for me. Man, isn't that something? Consistency. 
role models. Let me tell you, folks are watching your life, moms and dads and brothers and sisters in the Christ. Uh, so I, I pray that as we go through. You guys, come on, give me a little something going on here, guys. Impact. Do you see anything? I do. Uh, John mentioned that his sister always has his ear. Wow, that's awesome. It is great to have somebody that you can talk to and put your guard down, and you can trust, listen to this, that you can trust that they're going to respond out of love. Very good, very good. Anybody else? Coming right along, coming right along. Miss Tanya, you back there, tell me something good. Amen. Amen. <laughs> you guys, we really do miss you. We miss you. Everything's echoing in here and everything else. But, you know, I tell you what, there's so many folks that, that, that really impact our life. Just being a good listener. Maybe it's a prayer warrior. Maybe it's telling you, believing in you. You know, I met with a couple the other day. I'm sharing that. You got one more, Tim? I do. Angela mentioned that um, her mom and grandmother were always there when she needed them, and they're always praying. Man, to have a praying mom, praying wife, praying sister, a praying anybody is a great thing. But I tell you what, I've seen a lot of women that, uh, in my life that have just held me up in prayer. What you got? One more. Uh, Debbie said her grandmother never said a negative word, no matter how bad the story. And Paul uh, Belvin said that uh, his mom, who passed last year at 93. Wow. I tell you what. And I want to take just a minute for those that, of us that are, uh, have, have not been able to, to, to share this Mother's Day with our mothers. Hey, reflect back on those great memories. Miss Deb, that's awesome, too. You know, isn't it amazing that how you pick up on this with grandmothers and aunts and moms and stuff? You know, she was saying that she never heard or say another bad word about somebody. Man, that will preach by itself. What a great example that we've had from these ladies here. Well, I'm going to move on. Let's see. You guys are doing great. I kind of like this. This is cool. little question and answer. How much, now here you go, how much does your life mirror these traits that you saw, that you marveled at, that you hold tight to after all these years of your mom, your grandma, sisters, things like that. I'm, I'm going to wait for them on this one, Tim. How much does your life mirror? Now we're bringing it around. We're bringing it around to us. What do you see there? Tim, how would you say that your life's impacted from your mom? Um, well, I mentioned that uh, she always set a good example, and uh, she raised uh, five kids by herself, and um, her, her, uh, you know, she worked uh, full time while raising the kids, and wow. just set a great example for um, her work ethic, and then still being able to be there for her kids. And so, I think I've picked that up. Absolutely, because I will tell you, you got an amazing work ethic, brother, and very faithful. And I want to say this, you know, to the single moms, man, God bless you, and also to the single parents. Uh, you know, doing, got both hats on. It's a tough deal. And, but I want to tell you, you're not in it alone because the Lord will help you along the way. Anybody else want to share how their life is the traits of the, those, those things that impact their life are being worked out? I think for me, I'll just say this while we're waiting for a few more folks. If there was something I picked up from my mom, my mom had a great sense of humor. And also, I, I continue to work towards this. My mom would always try to see the best in this situation. And you know what? That's a really cool God trait, and I know many of, uh, of you guys probably have that too. Anything else, Tim? Okay, we're going to roll on to the next one. You guys are doing great. Going to bring it on home with this. Here we go. How about this? Has the impact from these women helped shape you to be more like Christ? And I would say absolutely amen. You can just send us an amen on that. Think about that. I want to talk for a second here. Really think in a nutshell. I bet you'd have to say absolutely to that last question there. Has the impact from these women helped shape you 
to be more like Christ. I believe that is a major thing. I see it in my sister's life. When I, we have phone calls, I know my sister's praying for me all the time. I know many of the folks here, my KTP moms, I keep going back. I, 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 I just can't say enough about the ladies in the church that have rallied around me, especially since my mom has passed. But I'll tell you exactly this, even when we were going through difficult times. Tim, you look like you might have something. Anything going? Um, sure. Dana mentioned that her mom is always loving and giving heart and that she always dana always tries to live up to that example that was set by her mom amen uh, dana i think you do a great job and all the other ladies that were sharing and even the guys that were able to put a few things in there i'm going to tell you what i know the ones that i've met in person i have seen those those characteristics and those traits those christ-like fingerprints that your mom and your grandparents and the ladies in your life have brought to you so that's good so we're going to go ahead and move on to the next one so first part of our wow is the women of impact and i want to say this hey we can be people of impact when we rely on god now i know we're talking about a lot of the ladies in the bible and we're going to share that but i want us to realize this all these gifts of our moms and our sisters and and, and wives and cousins and, and daughters and things like that that is huge now i want to take a minute right here because i'm going to tell you my granddaughter whoo that's working on me right there that little lady has really had some impact on my life i could go on all day there but i want to go ahead and move to these ladies here in the bible that we're going to share about we're always open to god look at this First, we're going to talk about Mary, the mother of Jesus. And I, and I, I want to break this out a little bit. We're going to camp here for a little while, so I hope you guys are ready. Take some notes here. I said, Mary was actually trusted with the Son of God. She was open to the things of God. I said, look at her response again as Mary said this. He said, behold, I'm a servant of the Lord. Let it be according to your word. She was totally operating in faith. She was quick to obey. Here's my question for us today. Are you open to God? Are you quick to obey? Help us to be quick to obey like Mary was. You know, a lot of times when things in our life, and God speaks into our life, whether it's through our word, maybe through some prayer time, or maybe through a godly believer that is, is coming alongside to encourage you, sometimes when we hear those words, man, it makes us step back and go, that's not really comfortable. How can this be? But I'm going to tell you, in my life of 55 years, I've never come up short going with what God that I realize and know in my heart my spirit and backed up by God's word I've never gone wrong going God's way somebody say amen with some thumbs up but look at this here's a young girl and, and the Holy Spirit tells her say look this is what's going to go down you're going to conceive the son of God and her answer was again behold I am the servant of the Lord let it be to me according to your word what would happen in your life and in my life if we responded, Lord, take my life and use it in a way that will be pleasing to you. Look how God used these ladies that we're going to share about today. You guys are doing good. Let's keep on rolling. Oh, man, this is one of my favorite stories in the Bible. Esther. I want to share a little bit here. Esther was trusted with the fate of God's people. Now, I'm going to read a little bit about Esther in case you guys haven't looked at Esther, actually... There's only two books in the whole Bible named after two women, Ruth and Esther. So listen to this real close. Check this out. We will roll out of here, and let me share. Now, Esther was a Jew. The Jews had been driven out of Israel from their home for about 70 years, and they were exiled to Persia. And through this, the king would select different queens. He had a lot of them. And one of the people that he selected to be his queen was Esther. And they did not know that she was Jewish. She also had an uncle that was raising her at a time called Mordecai. 
and I'm going to try to pack down all these pages in just a short period of time. But the, what I'm going to get is like this, is Esther was placed in the palace before the king with the guidance through Holy Spirit and her believing uncle, Mordecai, to save a whole nation to, to, for a time such as this. She un unveiled the plan of some of the evil folks in, in, in that, that whole uh, section of Persia that they were going to try to cut, cut out, rub out, kill all the Jews. But God used her, her, to turn things around. Man, look at this. It says this in 4.14 on Esther. It says, for if you remain silent at this time, this was Mordecai. says, look, if you don't step up for your people, they're going to perish. Look at this. He says, if you remain silent at this time, relief and deliverance for the Jews will arise from another place. But you and your father's family will perish. And who knows but, you, that, but that you have come to your royal position for a time such as this. Man, that's a beautiful scripture to show. It, we talked about comfort before. No doubt she had to make a choice. There's times in our life that we have to make a choice that's not comfortable. There's times in our life that we have to make a choice for the betterment of everybody else, maybe not ourselves. Maybe it puts us at risk. Maybe it puts us in, in a place where we have to depend on and rely on the Word of God and the person of God and the characteristics that we talked about that we've seen so many lovely ladies that we spoke about already. Those are characteristics that God has poured in them to be poured out in you for a time such as this. Let's stay here for just another second. Maybe you might not be in the royal position, but maybe you're in a position right now. God knows everywhere you are. He knows what's going on. He knows what's happening on the calendar. All this is not uh, uh, scaring God with this COVID-19, and I take it very serious. We want to be smart. We want to rely on God. But maybe God is putting you in a place right here, right now, to stand up, to speak out, to pray. Maybe it's all of those things, but I'm going to tell you, never discount your position because God knows where you are. Let's take a look at this. How about Elizabeth? She was the, the mother of John the Baptist. She was trusted with the messenger of God, John the Baptist. Elizabeth was a respectable woman. She was married to Zechariah who worked in the temple. And he was in the, the uh, royal priesthood of Jerusalem. Right? And here we go. And she had desired to give birth for a long, long time. Look. There's many ladies that may hear this, and there's many ladies that you might run into that uh, desire to have a child, and that has not happened yet. I say continue to seek the Lord. I say serve where you can. Let me tell you what. A mom is, is, is a amazing. I'm going to call it. I don't want to call it a job. I want to call it a gifting um, because let me tell you what. I have people stand in my life so many times to give me that motherly love. I know this, that there's hearts out there that can be filled with the love that you have for a child. And not only a child, for those that maybe had not had uh, the relationship with their mother. Maybe that their mother was taken away early. I don't know what the situation. But I, I, I want to say this. If that's your heart and your heart's breaking today, God is here to heal your heart. And let me tell you, there's enough love to go around that God will come in and start working in your life. But look at this. Here we go. Elizabeth, she was so, so desiring to have a child. And, and we also know that really her biological clock was kind of run out. But with God, all things are possible. 
And many of us know the story as, as uh, Zechariah goes into the temple to pray that the angel comes up and, and speaks to him and says, hey, you're going to have a child this time next year. And, of course, he said, how's that going to happen? You know, here we are. We, we love to doubt, don't we, guys? But you know what? God is faithful even in our moments of doubt. And sure enough, and they told him that we want to name him John. And we come out with the scripture here. And everybody was saying, okay. And, and we know from scripture that at that moment, John was not able, I mean, Zechariah was not able to speak until the child was born. And when the child was born, they asked the mother, what would they name him? And she said, John. And everybody, of course, everybody's up in the business, right? And they said, well, you don't have anybody named John in your, in your, in your, you know, your, your family. And so they went to the dad. So what are you going to name him? And, it, and, and the Lord loosened his lips. He said, his name will be John. They were faithful to the promise of God, and God was faithful to the promise to them. John the Baptist, one of the greatest men that ever lived according to Christ himself. Look at this. Now, man, we've got some preaching and teaching going on right here. I'm going to make me get a drink of water on this one. I hope everybody's doing good. We're getting some thumbs up along the way there, Tim? Thumbs up. Mm-hmm. Let's do it. All right, Mary Magdalene, I want to share a little bit of this. Does anyone know why Mary was called Mary Magdalene? Did a little studying this week. I thought this was really cool. Here's a few things to learn this week. I want to share them with you. I love studying the Bible. Mary Magdalene, which is a town. Magdalene is a town which is in walking distance of Galilee. Magdala. So many people believe that that's why she was called Mary Magdalene from Magdala. Now also, that word is also broke out and it's meant strong tower. Many people believe that maybe just like Peter was the rock, right? Many people that mean, um, believe that that could have been a nickname for her, right? Because she was a strong tower, a beacon for the Lord, a beacon for the Lord. Many of us know that, that the stories in the Bible and things that we study about her says that she was a prostitute that was delivered, that, deliver, that, that was delivered from seven devils when she was in the presence of God. Jesus himself cast out those devils. Wouldn't you be a strong tower for the Lord? Wouldn't that be a good name to, to give her? I'm going to tell you what, God is always watching, God is always willing. But what I thought was so amazing is her faithfulness, her faithfulness. Look how God used these women. I'm going to go into a little bit more of my notes I want to share with you. Mary's talked about, Mary Magdalene's talked about four, in all four Gospels. She's at the feet of Jesus. She was at the death of Jesus. She was at the resurrection of Jesus. And she was commanded to tell the others about Jesus is risen. See, a lot of times we think that our past disqualifies us. I'm here to tell you that a lot of times the very thing that we think that will keep us growing closer to the Lord, when we put it to the side and allow God to come into our life and wash that away, those are the very things that God will use and point back to, not in a condemning way, to show you how far he's brought you. So if you, you're thinking that your past is just too much for God, you are mistaken. It is not too much for God. He is bigger than your past. He is bigger than your problems. He is there for you. I pray that today that this message is going to find you in grace and mercy and give you some encouragement and strength. When we look at the folks that the Lord used in the Bible, when I look at my own life, I would never think what I say every week, guys, I'm preaching to me first. I would not pick me. Hey, I'm, God's not finished with me yet, but I'm not where I used to be, and I'm going to 
make mistakes. And when I do, I pray that I just jump back up and say, Lord, help me in these areas of my life. I need you because I know God is a restoring God. I know through the death, burial, resurrection of the blood being poured out of Jesus Christ and him dying on the third, dying and rising on the third day, that we can come boldly to the throne of grace. That therefore there's no condemnation for, for those in Christ Jesus. I want to preach a little bit today and encourage you with the word of God. You are saved through grace, right? Through grace. God's unmerited, unearned favor, by faith. Let's keep on going. I mentioned earlier that Jesus had cast out seven demons from this woman. I mentioned earlier that she was a prostitute. But let me tell you what. Look how God used her in a mighty way. He delivered her. Now, I don't know what's going on in your life. Maybe it's sickness. Maybe it's past that's still trying to shackle you. God is a restoring God. What better day than today? To grab hold of the grace of God and allow him to work mightily in your life to bring healing, to set you back in there. I'm praying today right now, Lord, for families that have been disconnected to reconnect in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord. I pray for the situations between moms and children will be restored and, and sisters restored and sisters and brothers will be restored in Jesus' mighty name. Are you open to God? We saw the women of impact. Now we're talking about these women were open to God. Here's my question. Are you open to the will of God? Are you open to the will of God? Look at this. We go back, and, and this is when the resurrection comes about, and we're looking at Matthew 28. If you want to look at this scripture with me, verse 5, it says, but the, angel, uh, but the angel said to the woman, Do not be afraid, for I know that you are looking for Jesus. Let's stop right there. Let me ask you, are you looking for Jesus today? Because he's not hiding. Are you looking for Jesus? He said, I know you're looking for Jesus who was crucified. He is not here. Amen. He's risen. He has risen just as he said. Come see the place where he lay. I love this. Then he says, then go quickly and tell his disciples. He has risen from the dead and is going ahead of you to Galilee. There you will see him. See, I have told you. We have been entrusted with that same message, that he is risen, that we need to go tell and make disciples, that we need to go share the word of God, the truth of God's word. And friends, I'm telling you, that's why I do what I do, because I want you to see what God will and can do in your life when we turn around and turn from our sin and turn to Christ. I want to park here for just a minute and tell you, when you do that with faith, you say, Lord, come into my life and forgive me of my sin. I believe that you're the son of God. I ask you, Lord, to help me with the, the, the sins of my past, I lay it down and I come boldly to you asking you, Lord, to forgive me. Come into my life. The Bible says this. He says if we confess with the mouth, our mouth, the Lord Jesus, believe in our heart that God raised him from the dead, the resurrection that we're talking about right now, you will be saved. Set in the family of God to be used in the kingdom of God. I hope you guys are doing good. Give us a thumbs up. Are you open to God? If you're open to God, I want you to type, I'm open to God in there. I'm open to God. Now we're going to give you the, the, the last W of the wow. I hope this is a wow message for you, a wow moment. Here it goes. Let's do it. The word of God. These women were open to the word of God. Are you keeping the word of God open before you? Let's take a look at this. I've got several uh, scriptures selected. I'm going to kind of preach through them today. And I pray that you guys are encouraged. Look at this. Hebrews 4.12. For the word of God is alive and active. The Bible is not an ordinary book. It is active 
and living. It will transform your life. It will answer any questions that you have in life. It will show us how to respond. It will show us how to act. It will show us how to, to, to breed grace. It will tell us how to make a stand when we need to make a stand. It shows us that, you know what, we can be confident in Christ. Let's look at this. Going on talking about the Word of God. It says it's sharper than any double-edged sword. It penetrates even the dividing of the soul and the spirit joints and the marrow. It judges the thoughts and attitudes of the heart. Let's talk about that for a minute. It judges the thoughts and the attitudes of your heart. Today we're making it real. We're bringing it on around. This is the wow moment in this message. Are we looking at our thoughts? See, a lot of times we only look at it through our eyes. But the Bible tells us that the, the word of God is like a mirror. We look into that, and it reflects God to us. And what should happen is, by the power of the Holy Spirit, it should help us be transformed to look more like Christ. I like what many of the folks wrote today about the characteristics and the loved ones that have poured forth their grace and mercy and their wisdom into the next generation. How will you be remembered? Will you be the one that they're talking about. Maybe next time in 20 years when a pastor might say, who can you tell me that impact your life? Moms, dads, brothers, sisters. It's not just about mom's day. We are celebrating that as a gift to God. And I thank the Lord for each of you. But look at this. Our attitudes are judged and our thoughts are judged and our hearts are judged by the word of God. Not how you feel. I've been in many situations that I didn't feel like I should have do this or maybe didn't want to do this. But when I lay it up against the backdrop of, the, of the, the Bible, I know what I need to do. And I want to help you today. If there's a relationship that you're a part of that's been broken, that's been strained or stressed, make today the day that you allow God's word to come into your life. It doesn't matter what they say. It doesn't matter what they said. It doesn't matter what they did. I'm not being light on, on, on things that people have been through some tough things. But don't let that shackle you to the past anymore. Experience the freedom that you can have in Christ when you forgive and move forward. Let's take a look at this. Are you all ready? 2 Timothy 3, 16 and 17. And it says it very clearly here. It says, all scripture is God-breathed and is useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness. Look at this, so that the servant of God may be thoroughly equipped for every good work. What does that mean? It means that the word of God can speak to every area of our life. I touched on it a minute ago. Every area of your life. If you've got a rocky situation with your family, God's word has something for you. If you've got a, a disjointed uh, situation at your work, let me tell you, God can speak to you and through you. Hey, maybe you're the problem, maybe you're the solution. But I do know this. If we do not open the Word of God and be open to the Word of God, we're not going to get God's Word on it. Let's keep on rolling here. Equipped for every good work. I know nowadays with so many different reports from the news, from this professional and that professional, and, and I don't know and I think so and maybe so and hope so, one thing I can promise you all, friends, is this. I'm going to get a little close on this. If you want to know the truth, open up the Word of God. Open up the Word of God. It doesn't waver. It doesn't change. It's going to be there for you as it works through you. Let's take a look at this. 
James says it this way in 122. Do not merely listen to the word and so deceive yourself. Do what it says. Oh my goodness, time to get another water break. Somebody give us a thumbs up and an amen. Mm -mm -mm. Do not merely listen to it. You know what I hear of a pastor over 20 some years? I know but. Well, did you read the word? I know but. What would happen if we didn't merely listen to the word and deceive ourselves? But we do what it says. I am preaching to me first. A lot of times we want to take off running and say, well, this person's doing that, and I think you should do that, and this person did that, and he said, she said, and all that. I want to point you back to this verse right now. If you're dealing with any of that in your life, I want to encourage you right here, right now. Look at this word. It says, you know what? Don't merely listen to the word, and so deceive yourself. Do what it says. What would God have you to do? In a time such as this, in the situation that you're in, maybe it's with your family, maybe it's with your work, maybe it's with a co-worker, I don't know. Maybe it's with your siblings, I don't know. But God knows and God has the answer in his word. And I know that he is about building up, not tearing down. He's not about spitting venom. He's about speaking praises. And that's what we love to do here at Key to Promise. Amen. Let's rule on now. All right, here we go. Philippians 2, 4, 16, 4. Excuse me, 2, 14 and 16, little tongue-tied there. It says, do everything. Oh, man. I'm going to get some interaction on this here, Tim. All right, y'all ready? Go ahead and get your fingers ready to type. It says, do everything without grumbling or arguing, so that you may be blameless and pure children of God without fault in a warped and crooked generation. Mm-mm-mm, I got more. Come on. Then you will shine among them like stars in the sky as you hold firmly to the word of life. Let's go back to this. Do everything without grumbling. Have y'all ever had that relationship? <laughs> oh, lock the door, Timmy. I'm going to get preaching here in a minute. Have you ever had that situation with somebody and you said, let's do, do, let's do something simple. Let's do something simple. Hey, where would you like to go to eat? And the other person said, I don't care. Y'all know where I'm going with this. And you say, well, let's go get pizza. And they go, oh, we just had pizza. Okay. How about a burger? Oh, well, you know, we had burgers two days ago. And, you know, I never liked the burgers here. Right? I'm kind of playing with this, but it's real life situation, right? So many times we got stuff going, and we're grumbling, and we're grumbling, and we're going, if you say you don't really care, then follow up. Say, hey, I'd rather just be with you. I don't care. I know me, I like eating out and I like doing things and everything else. And I look forward to the time that I could go back and see a lot of my friends in their restaurant businesses and things like that. And I pray for you folks right now that the Lord will just open these, these doors uh, and keep us safe and bring us back into some type of normalcy. You know what, I'm going to pray past that. Not just normalcy. That brings us through to an abundance of God's grace and his power and his mercy as he recalls us to understand how he brings us and has brought us through these things that we've experienced. That's what my prayer is for each and every one of us. But you know what? For that to, to shine, guess what? We don't need to be grumbling. I'm not saying that it's not always fair and things. What is fair? Let, let me give you a word that trumps fair. You all ready for that? It's called grace. I would rather receive grace. Look at this. And it says when we act like that, when we respond like that, when we live like that, right? When we rely on the Lord, it says then you will shine among them like stars in the sky as you hold firmly to the word of life.
Let's go back to where we talked about the first slide. One of the ladies said that, I think it was her grandma, I think it was Miss um, Debbie, she said, she never heard her grandmother say a bad word about somebody. Man, I'd like to have that on my tombstone. How about you? What about that? But the way you leave a legacy doesn't start on your deathbed. It starts today. It starts with forgiveness. It starts with grace. It starts with mercy. And, it, and for us to, to run to the throne of God and say, Lord, pour your love and mercy and grace and forgiveness on me so that I can be that cup of salvation poured out in somebody else's life, that I can tell them about the love of Christ, that our sins were dealt with totally and forever on the cross, that Jesus Christ died for each and every one of us. It doesn't, can you imagine, I, I know this, you know, I've got a couple of boys, and, I, and I'll say this, they get along pretty good, but there's sometimes they don't because they're brothers, and it hurts my heart when they don't. Think about the heart of God when we squabble and we argue and we backbite and all that. He saw her, him, them just as important, just as needing as you are of grace and forgiveness. It's going to help somebody if you apply it today. I'm preaching to me first, but I'm going to tell you what. It's bigger than just me. It's for all of us. Hold firmly to the word of life and be a mirror of Christ. So that's our wow word for today. The moms that flip the world upside down with their love and their prayer, we're going to bring it home here real quick. And go back to this. Honor your father and your mother so that you may live long in the land of the Lord your God has given you. Today, I want to take a minute just to, to bring this to a close and honor all the moms. And, and, and I want to take a moment to say to all the moms that step up. You say, well, well I'm not a mom. Well, you know what? You might be a mother to someone that you don't even realize the way you pour out the way you love, the way you're available to take the calls, the way you're willing to speak those characteristics that many of y'all shared when we started out on the message today, that you live an example in front of these folks as a Christ follower, that you've lived out and spoken out the word of God to transform their life. Wow, that's what we do. That's what should be seen through all that we talked about today. I pray that people see that. And I said, you know, so many times I look at this. We have the opportunity to bring forth the best message in the world to, to impact lives in Jesus Christ. And I, I pray that we're a student of the Word of God. You know, I shared many, many things. And, and this week, one of the fascinating things was the, the, the study that I went through. And I just hit a, a little bit on, a, on the life of Mary Magdalene. And I mentioned many things that, that the Lord Jesus delivered her from demons, that her past was probably a little shady, that, that there was a lot of things going on in her life, but you know what, we're still talking about her today, and we're not talking about her past, we're talking about what happened to this woman's life when she trusted Jesus. We can learn from that example. We can be that tower of faith. We can be that light in, in the dark places. Don't let yesterday's mistake drive your bus today. Let God's grace that is here for today restore you now. Let us pray. Father, I thank you for each one tuning in. I thank you for the thumbs up. I thank you for the support that each one gives through prayer and giving and everything else. I want to talk just a second, Lord, to touch the hearts of the, the moms that maybe have lost a, a child. I don't, I don't know that feeling, but Lord God, you understand better than anybody. May they run to you that you will...
encourage, that you will heal, that you will look and, and, and open and fill their lives. Father, I pray today if there's one here that does not know you as Lord and Savior, I pray that today is the day that they receive the wow gift. Wow, what a gift, eternal life through Christ Jesus. The Bible says if we confess with our mouth, right, the Lord Jesus, God, come into my life. Jesus, I believe you are who you say you are. Lord, I believe that you died on a cross and paid for my sin debt. You poured out your blood and that you died and on the third day you rose. The Bible says if we confess our mouth and say, Lord, I believe you are the Son of God. Lord, I'm trusting in you. He says, today, I'll come into your life. You say, well, I believe that. Well, you know what? Pray from right where you are. Open your mouth and say, Lord, come into my life. Forgive me of my sin today, Lord. I'm trusting you. Lord, help me to walk this life out. I believe you're the Son of God. I believe you're the Savior of the world. I believe the death, burial, and resurrection was for me. And claim it by faith. And the Bible says the Lord will come into your life. He will secure you. He will save you. Therefore, there's no condemnation for those in Christ Jesus. We love you. We see you. Do me a favor. Share the message. We'll see you soon. Bye-bye. Thank you.